Welcome to episode number 44 of the Author Ads Academy podcast. I'm your host, Matt Holmes. Thank you so much for joining me and dedicating part of your day listening to me talk about Amazon ads. So this week, I'm actually standing at a new desk because I've taken the decision to get a standing desk. As I'm sure you are aware, being an author, we spend a lot of time sitting down at our desks and this was starting to... uh, get a little bit tiresome on the old hips and the legs and I think it's just much healthier to be standing up or at least have the option to stand up to work for long periods of time. So I've got a new desk that goes up and down electronically which is great. I do love my gadgets and also last week my microphone packed up so I've got a brand new microphone. This is a specialist uh, podcasting microphone so hopefully it does sound a little bit better. So Today we are diving into branded keywords with your Amazon ads, more specifically what they are, why you should be using them, and why it's so important to segment them out into their own campaigns. Before we dive into that, I want to give you a little something for listening to the podcast today, which is my Amazon ads toolkit. So inside the toolkit, you'll find the exact tools that I've built and use every day when managing Amazon ads to plan, build, launch, optimize, and scale your ads to help you reach more readers. Consistently sell more books and keep a track on what is and isn't working with your Amazon ads, a critical task that can actually transform your results. So to download the Amazon ads toolkit for free, head on over to matthewjhomes.com forward slash ads toolkit, all one word. You can also find the link to the toolkit in the podcast show notes. Now, when you start building a name for yourself, you start building a brand with your books and your author name, readers are going to start coming to Amazon and searching specifically for you. And when they do that, you really need to be right at the top of those search results. So they type in your author name, for example, and bang, you're there right at the top of these search results. Now, with ads all over Amazon, if you're not bidding on your own brand keywords, then you can guarantee that somebody else will be. And if they're advertising on your keywords and you aren't advertising on your own keywords, then when someone types in your author name into the search bar on Amazon, readers are going to see other books by other authors in the search results. So they're not going to see your books straight away if you're not advertising against your own keywords because Amazon do run a lot of ads, as I'm sure you've seen. And it can actually be that somebody else will appear at the top of the search results for your author name, which is not what you want. You really want to be front and center of the search results when someone is looking specifically for your books. You want total domination at the top of the search results when someone types in any of your brand keywords. And this is why you should be targeting your own keywords. You are essentially, you're protecting your brand. And if you're not bidding on your own keywords, As I mentioned a few moments ago, you can bet your bottom dollar that somebody else will be. So you might think it's a waste of money. That is a common misconception. But these brand keyword campaigns can be some of your most lucrative and profitable Amazon ads that you can run. So what do I mean by brand keywords? I mean things like your author name or your pen name, your book titles, your series titles, your character names potentially. Essentially, any words associated with your books only. Now, these aren't words like crime thriller or self-help book. Those are non-branded keywords, and we're going after branded keywords. So these are just keywords that relate to your brand and your books. 
Now, when setting up these campaigns, you want to be setting them up in a completely separate campaign to any of your other non-branded keyword campaigns. The reason we do this is because your branded keywords convert extremely well on Amazon, which means that the metrics of those keywords, so by the metrics, I mean things like the cost per clicks, the click-through rates, the ACoS, the orders, the page reads, all those sort of metrics are generally going to be absolutely amazing. And if your branded keywords are mixed in with your non-branded keywords, it's really going to skew the data of those campaigns from a high level view. So if you're browsing your campaigns and you see a great performing campaign that's converting really well and you don't dive into the data of that campaign, it's going to look like your Amazon ads are doing really, really well. But if you dig down into that campaign, you're soon going to realize that it's 95% branded keywords that are doing all the work and they are sucking up all the budget from other keywords in that campaign and therefore they're not giving those other keywords a fair chance at proving themselves. You may also notice this in your automatic targeting campaigns where Amazon can spend, you know, sometimes spending in some accounts 90% or more of that campaign's budget on branded keywords and ASINs. Now, it's not a bad thing per se, but it does prevent that auto campaign from doing its job, which is going out and finding new ASINs and new keywords for you to scale up. It wants to be doing the research for you, doing that discovery for you. But if so much of the budget is taken up just targeting your own branded keywords, then there's not enough budget left for the auto campaign to do its thing. To combat this issue with the auto campaign, one thing you can choose to do is to negate brand keywords and brand ASINs from that campaign. But I wouldn't recommend doing this if this is your first foray into Amazon ads, as it is gonna help the ads to get some traction if it does start targeting your own keywords and ASINs. Not every auto campaign will, but a lot of them will because they are cheap clicks for Amazon to give you and they often convert well. And if Amazon doesn't know much about your book, which is particularly true with a brand new book or a relatively new book, then it hasn't got much data on that book, it hasn't got much sales history. So it's going to look at your book product page and it's gonna pull out things like your book title and your author name and it's gonna start targeting those. So that's the sort of default that the auto campaign will go to if it can't find anything else, if it doesn't know much about your book, it's gonna to default to your brand keywords. So if you are getting started with Amazon ads for the first time, then an auto campaign can work really well. Just keep an eye on those search terms to make sure that the majority of the budget isn't going on branded keywords. If you find it is, then you may have to potentially negate those keywords going forward. But initially don't put any negatives in, just let the auto campaign run and see what it does for you. Now what you can sometimes find is that the same keywords that are targeted in an auto campaign, if you pull them out into a manual campaign, a manual targeting campaign, they can perform differently between an auto and a manual. The same keywords or the same ASINs, they can perform differently and this is generally because of the different placements where an auto campaign sits on a page and where a manual targeting campaign sits on a page. So there can be some discrepancies between how these keywords and ASINs perform, but generally they do perform better in a manual targeting campaign. And you also have the benefit of having more control over those manual targeting campaigns on particular keywords. So just think of the auto campaigns as discovery. They're your discovery campaigns. They're what are going out and looking for ASINs and keywords to target. So coming back then to the branded keyword campaign that we're setting up, 
make sure it's a separate campaign and put up to 30 branded keywords into this campaign using the phrase match type. That's what I recommend you start with and make sure there's no other keywords in here apart from words that are related to your books and your brand and name the campaign accordingly. So include things like brand keywords, phrase match or something like that in the campaign name, just so it's really, really clear what is in this campaign and what it's doing for you. So we use phrase match keywords to restrict Amazon a little in regards to not casting the net too wide with the targeting, but it's also giving it the opportunity to find more branded keywords through customer search terms that we may not have thought of on our own. So it's a sort of good mix between broad and exact match. And if you're not getting much traction with that phrase match campaign, then what you can do is you can take those same keywords and put them into a broad match campaign instead. And that should give you a lot more in the way of impressions, but just keep an eye on the search terms to make sure there's nothing too irrelevant in there being triggered. And then if you find a search term within this branded keyword campaign that's doing really well, then you can bring that out into an exact match type campaign. And that will help you to really scale up that particular keyword. One thing to keep in mind here is your, shall we say, caliber of author. So if you're a brand new author, you're not going to have a huge amount of search volume in the main. Whereas if you have been publishing books for some time now and you've got quite a following and there's lots of people searching for your books, then you're going to have lots and lots of search volume coming to Amazon looking for your books. So it's going to vary from author to author, but sometimes you may find that there's not much search volume. So your impression count is going to be pretty low on these keywords initially. So just keep that in mind that it could take some months before you're actually ready for these branded keyword campaigns, just because of the search volume involved with these keywords. If you think of, let's say, Stephen King, for example, then you can imagine how many searches a month he is going to get on Amazon compared to someone who's starting out today for the first time. They've just released their book yesterday or today. They're not getting much search volume at all. So it depends where you are between those two points as to how much search volume you're going to be getting on a monthly basis. Now, with these branded keyword campaigns, because Amazon rewards relevance and you are clearly very relevant to your own books, you can bid very aggressively with these campaigns. So you could bid $1.50 on a keyword, for example, which may sound pretty expensive, but what you're probably going to find is that Amazon is only going to charge you, you know, 30, 40, 50 cents for that, even though you've got a really, really high bid on there, just because of how relevant you are to your own book. So don't worry about bidding high on these campaigns because you're very, very, very unlikely to actually pay anywhere near that bid. I also recommend that you use fixed bids as your bidding strategy rather than dynamic bids down only, as this is going to tell Amazon to take your full bid into account and not allow them to mess with it as they do with dynamic bids. So fixed bids is definitely the way to go. So that's branded keywords. Now let's cover brand ASINs. So these are separate campaigns to your brand keyword campaigns and you're using product targeting rather than keyword targeting. Now with these campaigns, you're essentially targeting your own books with your own books to completely dominate your own book product pages. Let me explain. When you visit your book product page on Amazon, you will have seen just how many distractions there are for readers on these pages to be pulled away from your book through the also bought, the also viewed carousels, the sponsored ads carousels, as well as various other carousels that Amazon are always testing. Now, by running these brand async campaigns, you can fill those sponsored products carousels 
on your own book product pages with other books in your catalog. Now, ideally you want these to be related to the book of that page. So let's say you've got a 10 book series, for example, and you're advertising books two to 10 on the product page of book one, and you're advertising book two on the product pages of book one plus three to 10. So you're essentially just dominating your product pages with your own books and you're building that brand awareness, you're building that branding, and it's all really, really powerful stuff because even if someone doesn't click on those ads that they're seeing, these brand ASIN ads that they're seeing, you are at least getting your brand and your books in front of them. And that's always free with Amazon ads because you're only paying for the clicks. So when a reader arrives on a book product page of yours, they're going to see the book that they clicked on, obviously, but they're also going to see the series ribbon if your books are in a series. They're going to see the also bought carousel, the also viewed, which are generally going to have other books of yours in them if you've been published on Amazon for some time. And now in the sponsored ads carousel, they're also going to be seeing other books of yours. So you're essentially here protecting your own product pages with these ads. As I'm sure you've seen, there's very, very little real estate that actually belongs to you on your own book product pages. Now this sort of sparks another discussion really, which is about the A plus content. And that could be a whole nother tangent to go down, but that A plus content is a way to sort of garner more real estate on your own product pages, essentially. So that's a really, really powerful thing that you can do. And it's just more brand in the face of your readers, more branding in the face of your readers. So it's a really, really good strategy to use is the A plus content. But these brand async campaigns also just put more of your brand in front of your readers. Now, if you don't run these brand async campaigns, then you leave the gates wide open for other advertisers to put their books on your product pages, which is why I really, really, really highly recommend that you do run these campaigns. Now, the cost per clicks of these campaigns can be slightly higher than brand keyword campaigns, but they are definitely still worth it. Even if not for the sales and the page reads, then at the very least for brand awareness and protecting your product pages. But you know, these brand acing campaigns, they convert extremely well from my experience. And once again, if you're not advertising on your own books, then you can bet your bottom dollar that other advertisers will be. So with these brand acing campaigns, again, have a separate campaign for them, bid aggressively, use fixed bids, and potentially negate your own ASINs from your automatic targeting and your category targeting campaigns, possibly from the beginning, maybe. Um, Otherwise, if you're brand new, just let the auto campaigns run for a while before negating anything. But the category targeting campaigns, they can quickly jump to your own ASINs if you're not careful and they can start advertising on your own book product pages. But you want to be doing that manually. You want full control of that. So that's why I recommend that you do negate your own ASINs from the category targeting campaigns if you are running any of those. Now with these brand acing campaigns, again, have a separate campaign, bid aggressively, use fixed bids, and potentially negate your own ASINs from your automatic targeting campaign and your category targeting campaigns if you're running those as well. And this is just gonna force Amazon to go and find other ASINs to target as you will have yours covered in your brand ASIN campaigns. So that's what I've got for you today. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and you can now see the value of protecting your own brand on Amazon through keywords and ASINs and why it's so important to do so. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'll be back with you next Wednesday. But until then, I'll leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week advertising, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon.